All right, and welcome into episode eight of the NTTB podcast, the official unofficial podcast of the Oklahoma City Thunder. That's right. I'm, we got to keep that rumor. We got to keep that going. Uh, I'm Alex. I'm Anthony. Joined by Anthony. Um, and as we know, Christmas in August, the the schedule finally dropped, uh, so we can finally go ahead and start to kind of get our lives together and put all you know put everything on the schedule and see what games we can go to, what games we really want to go to, what games, you know, are kind of like the mar- marquee matchups for the uh, for the NBA. And so we really want to go ahead and just kind of break down the schedule, maybe month by month, uh, look at the highlights, things of that nature. Um, but first, a little bit of good news. Okay. Westbrook, Russell Westbrook and Paul George finally got to work out together. They did. They uh, were at a UCLA on UCLA campus. Yeah, along with uh, Samaj Christian, Doug McDermott, Jeremy Grant, and Kyle Singler. Oh, you know, wow. fan favorite, fan favorite Kyle Singler. They, they showed a picture where it showed a, uh, it showed a picture of of George and Westbrook, of course, with their Thunder attire, mm-hmm. and in the background you see Kyle Singler just kind of like sitting there, look at them. It's just it's just a funny picture, um, but they're finally working out. They finally worked out. Um, that's about the best thing that we can hear as far as that relationship getting started. You know, they they maybe had talked a little bit. They maybe had, you know, gotten, you know, had a couple, a couple conversations. But to finally get on the court um, is a great thing for not only the Thunder, but it's a great thing for their relationship. And hopefully it buds up into into something that goes further than just this season in Oklahoma City. Yeah, a relationship that you uh, get to know the nuances, the ins and outs. You know, you're kind of feeling each other out, trying to yeah. trying to see what you can bring. So um, the fact that they're doing it early on, um, I think is a good sign. Definitely, definitely. Um, so, and, and and kind of the reason that Westbrook and George were together was because Westbrook was attending. Uh, so Paul George had this. I guess a bass fishing tournament that he held over at Castiac Lake in Los Angeles. And so a lot of the Thunder were out there. A lot of the Thunder front office personnel um, were out there supporting them. Um, and Westbrook was prominently out there. That's the picture that you see floating around Twitter with him and him wearing a yellow shirt and then George with him. George right next to him, yeah. Yeah. I um, think the Thunder logo in the background. Yeah. And so, so you know, they were they were in front of a – Kind of like a screen that had all the ad, the sponsorships, all the sponsors that mm-hmm. were there. And Oklahoma City Thunder were very prominently on there. It was Bass Pro Shop, um, it was them, and it was a couple other sponsors. And so I'm pretty sure, just like anything else, just like anything else, the Thunder are doing this season for George is they're trying to basically just bombard him with love. Yeah, you know, create an environment where yeah. he wants to stay. So I mean, he 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 probably didn't have. He probably had a pretty bad go about it in Indiana the last, you know, last season, especially after you know he didn't really commit to anything in the playoffs and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure the Thunder are just trying to bombard him with as much love and as much attention as he can get, and hopefully that creates something that he'll want to stay here beyond this season. Um, so moving on, so that's great news. We're moving on to the schedule though, because that's the reason why we're here. That's the reason why you know everybody hopped onto Twitter, everybody hopped onto ESPN.com. Their team's, you know, internet, their team's website, things of that nature, just to see what the schedule was. They can finally plan the rest of their year. Yeah, they can plan their lives. That's what I'm doing. I mean, my, my life is, is a complete and total mess until I finally get the NBA schedule in my hands. And then, 
everything comes to light. Yeah, know? I had to uh, I had to rearrange some things as soon as I found out that the schedule was coming out at five o'clock oh, Central yeah. Time. So I was like, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, you didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know that I was at work. You know, I wasn't on Twitter as much as I was busy day at work. Uh, when I found that out, I had to rearrange some things. I went home, looked at some channels, see if there was a yep. you know TNT special or an NBA, NBA TV special, something going on where we can. Um, you know, break down the schedule. So, you know, I was definitely excited to get the news that we were getting the schedule today. Most definitely. So, so kind of want to go ahead, just give you the highlights real quick. So, um, hot take, the Thunder play 82 games this season. 82? Yeah, 82. Man, I that's a lot. I think 41 of them are at home, and really? I think 41 of them are on the road. Well, you know, that's a pretty balanced schedule. Yes, very much so. Very balanced. So, yeah. So, there are 82 games. Yay. Um, so, from those 82 games, number one, the biggest thing the NBA kind of wanted to do is add more rest into it and take away the harder stretches of games. So, for instance, all the back-to-backs, all the you know the four games and five nights type of thing. So they did a pretty good job of that. So the Thunder, I think the league average now is about 14.3 back-to-backs uh, for a season, um, and the Thunder have 13 of them. 13, so yeah. They're below average. Um, so that's number one. Number two... Um, as far as road trips go, their longest road trip is three games. That's it. So they don't have this, you know, six game road trip right, or right. seven game. They they just have their longest one is three. But with that said, uh, they do have stretches where they have six road games and seven games. Mm-hmm. So they have two of those stretches in a season. Two six out of sevens. Yeah, two six out of sevens. Okay. It's not and it's not six games out of seven nights. No, it's out of seven games, six of them are on the road. So three and three, and then a, a one in the middle. Uh, so they do have those stretches in the season. They have two of those in the season. I think they have uh, the longest road game in the month is eight. The longest, what do you mean? Eight road games in the entire month. Yeah, yeah, in the entire month. In the entire month, the longest so in one January, that they have is eight. Yeah, in January, they play uh, 14 games, and eight of them are on the road. So so that's going to be their, their road month. Yeah, that's going to be their road month. I think January, February are going to be their road months. Um, but... You know, you got to go on the road 41 times out of an 82-game season, so it's got to balance out somehow. And l- just looking at the schedule, it balances out pretty well. They're not necessarily on the road too much of the time, and they're not necessarily at home for long stretches either. Yeah, It's a, pretty, it's a very well-balanced schedule, and it's one of the, I would say, it's one, of, it's one of the things that living in the middle of the country helps them out because they don't have to travel from yeah, one coast from, to the next coast. Like Golden State or like New yeah, York. Yeah, like the, the East Coast teams or the West Coast teams, whenever they have to do a five, six, seven game road trip just mm-hmm. to get all the East Coast teams out of the way, yeah. we don't have to do that. <clears throat> we have a uh, much, I guess, centralized location. A hub, yeah. So if we want to go ahead and do an East Coast swing, we can go there for three games, come back. If we want to do a West Coast swing, same thing. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the advantages of living in the middle of the country. Just looking at the schedule, uh, most of the road games that are back to back or in in the same proximity are um, in the same area. There's not. It's not like the only one I can see is uh, Mem- we go we start at Memphis and then we head to Sacramento and Golden State. But for yeah. the most part, it's all in the area: Clippers, Lakers, Sacramento. You know, one swing road mm-hmm. game. So yeah, I mean, and that's one of the things that the NBA NBA also wanted to prevent the kind of like the weird one road game in there thrown in there because it just kind of throws people's equilibriums off and things of that nature. Um, so whenever they do go on a road trip, it is for a certain area, and then they come back. Um, so just looking at the highlights, that's pretty much as far as highlights. 
Uh, that's pretty much the highlights of it as far as the logistics of everything. I uh, kind of want to break down and go through month by month mm-hmm. and kind of look at the, I don't know, maybe highlight games sure. for that month. Sure. Uh, so looking at October, October they have seven games. Um, four of them are on the road. They open up in New York on the 19th at home. Uh, then they jump on a plane, go to Utah, and then it's back home, Minnesota, Indiana, and then a three-game road trip, Minnesota, Chicago, Milwaukee. Good thing about that road trip, all those teams are located around the same area. So as far as traveling goes, you're not going to do too much traveling. It's going to be basically travel. You know, So as far as sleeping, as far as getting into a hotel late, you're not going to have too much right. of that. You're also going to beat the, uh, the extreme cold weather. You're yeah. in early October. Uh, you're hitting Minnesota, Chicago, and Milwaukee. Some of the snowiest places in, that's true, in the yeah. United States, and you're avoiding that at least initially. So yeah. that's good. Uh, what jumps out at me right mm-hmm. now is uh, Minnesota on the 27th, on okay. the 22nd, and Indiana on the 25th. Indiana for obvious reasons. You know, it's the first time Paul George plays his old Well, no, team. Just, I mean, Indiana's coming here. So it's going to be the first time we see, you know, DeMontis Sabonis. Right. And Victor Oladipo here. As well. As well, you know, so we'll see how they get love. But Minnesota, you know, the. the What's up, Thunder Gazette? The uh, they got Jimmy Butler, they got yeah. Jeff Teague, uh, they got Carl Anthony Towns, they got Andrew Wiggins. So uh, interesting to see how that team gels in training camp so early, and we get to face them so early. Um, those are kind of the two games that jump out and not of me just, in October. Not just face them, we get to face them twice. Mm-hmm. So we get to face Minnesota twice within a pretty much five to six games, uh, six day span. So on the twenty second of October, we face Minnesota at home, and then on the twenty seventh, we face them. Um, on the road, yep. so it'd be interesting to see, you know, the dynamics of it. You have a a very young team. Minnesota still, you know, Wiggins, Carl Anthony Towns. Um, they need to learn how to win. Uh, bringing in people like Jimmy Butler, right. Taj Gibson, people like that, um, they'll yep. help them kind of learn how to win. So it'd be interesting. It's a good. I think it's a good thing that we're getting them early in the season because. You know, you still have young players that haven't experienced winning yet. It also they'll track their progress with their Fitbits. Yeah, because they're sponsored by Fitbit. <laughs> is that that's that's them, right? That's Minnesota. Yeah, that's Fitbit. not Houston. I thought that was Houston. No, Houston is not. Oh, okay. So yeah, their 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 odd their uh, ad sponsorship is going to be Fitbit over in Minnesota. So I mean, basically, just the two Minnesota games stick out to me, mm-hmm. and of course, you know, New York at home opening night. That's going to be a raucous crowd. Um, at Utah, it's going to be. I think that's going to be a not-so-easy game right there. I think Utah's going to surprise some people this season. It's going to be interesting to see what Utah does in the wake of Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Um, instead of one person carrying all that load, it seems like they've gotten pieces to mm-hmm. spread the load across. So it's interesting to see how that team bounces back. Rudy Gobert, how his knee yeah. has uh, healed up over the offseason, you know, their defensive mentality. It's going to be interesting to see how Utah bounces back. It's, it's, going, to be, it's going to be cool to see. Like Utah's not going to be able to score too too much mm-hmm. um but they're st- they still got great defense so it's going to be good for the thunder to face a great defensive team early on in the season just to kind of see how that offense is clear yeah yeah um and then on the 31st of october going to milwaukee uh, milwaukee's always a crapshoot you never know if Giannis is going to go off you never know if their shooters are going to go off uh so milwaukee can be a little bit of a crapshoot you don't know what's going to happen um but that that'll be october so october we move on to november and so November, we started at home, and then we go on the road three times, uh, played three home games, rode twice, two home games, and rode twice to end the month. 
kind of looking at this, the big stretch that I kind of see is November 17th through the 22nd. Uh, we are at San Antonio. And then we play at New Orleans. And then we play versus Golden State at home on the 22nd. So you're kind of burying the lead there. But the the biggest lead being that our first game against Golden State is the 22nd. Yeah, oh yeah. The first, so, and it's at home. It's, and it's, it's, yeah, exactly. We get them at home first. Yeah. But that's, you know, probably the biggest game of that month. Which is, I mean, which is, so you're looking at this and you're saying, okay, San Antonio, you know, at San Antonio, we got at New Orleans and then we got versus Golden State. So nobody can say that they're resting players in November. You know, so everybody is going to play that's healthy is going to play in those games. And so New Orleans is kind of a, you know, we all know San Antonio. We all know Golden State. New Orleans is kind of that team that, you know, you don't know how they're going to play with Anthony Davis, with DeMarcus Cousins, um, with some of their new players. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would be interesting to see how that goes. But, you know, sandwiched around that is going to be, you know, so so New Orleans is the uh, is the middle of the sandwich, and then you have San Antonio and Golden State so, around that. So that'll be that'll be a very difficult stretch for the Thunder, I think. So we didn't mention before we started. So we have 37 nationally televised games this year. That's up seven from last year. Okay. Um, part of those, two of those games are ESPN games mm-hmm. in San Antonio, at San Antonio, and then ESPN at home against Golden State. Yeah. Speaking of which, did you see the Boogie Cousins Foot Locker commercial? I have not seen that. <laughs> Him and Indomitian uh, uh, huh. Hilarious. Got to see that. They're talking. They're like in a parking lot walking through and talking about how uh, their perception of them being awful guys and stuff like that is just so wrong. The whole time they're walking over somebody who has like a crutch, <laughs> stepping over them, getting in an elevator and not holding the door for an old lady. Oh, that's hilarious. Just completely like living up to the stereotype. It's hilarious. They knocked it out of the park. <laughs> they knocked it out of the park with that. So, so, okay, so the Thunder have 37 nationally televised games. Um, so that includes NBA TV, ESPN, ESPN TNT, TNT, and ABC. Yes. All right, that's cool. Um, who is who leads? Who's in the lead for that? So I, I guess it's definitely going to be Golden State. So in the lead for nationally televised games is Golden State at forty three. Okay, forty three. Followed by Houston at forty, which we predicted. All right. Um, Cleveland comes in at thirty nine games. And then Oklahoma City is 37. Okay, so that's the so. top four. So basically how we broke it down last time, the tier one, tier two, uh-huh. uh, we act, it turns out we were wrong. It turns out Houston would be in tier one and Cleveland and us would be in tier two. Okay. Um, that's fine. I mean, that, that's I mean, Oklahoma City is very relevant. So, right. So that's, that's always good to hear. Here's a surprising one, though. What's that? The Lakers at 35 nationally televised games. The Lakers are going to Lakers. I mean, <laughs> L.A., you know that that market is gonna. It's not. It's not, and it's not just the market because if you want to, the Clippers are going to be a better team. Yeah. You know, but the, Los Angeles is Lakers. Something I, I about the purple. I, and I don't gold. know. I don't know why uh, Balmer doesn't just move that team to either Seattle or out out. You know, move it out of the Staples. Well, Center. you know what he's doing. He is moving it out of Staples Centers. Yeah, he is building another there, arena. In, in in all in all places in Inglewood, they're looking to move back into Inglewood. So not not of course not the Forum, but no. they're looking at building a a building in um, Inglewood to move the Clippers. He just needs to go to Seattle. 
Even though technically the Lakers stole the Clippers buildings because the Staples Center belonged to the Clippers. Did it really? Yeah, the Lakers played in Inglewood. They moved in. They the rented forum. the form. Yeah, yeah. Okay. the form in you know the Great Western Form in Inglewood, um, California. Wow. So they they rented out the Staples Center, moved in, and basically took over. Okay, now. So not surprising. Brooklyn and Atlanta and Indiana, uh, two, two, and three as your lowest. Oh, as your lowest I was televised about to say games. More. As your lowest nationally televised game. And then, um, like we were having the debate uh, between Minnesota and Philadelphia, uh, 25 and 23 nationally televised games between those two okay. up-and-coming teams. Okay. That's, I, mean, that, that's, I mean, this season's going to be awesome. This season, you know, hopefully injuries don't decimate anything and everybody stays healthy, uh, but this season should be a great one. Anything else from November that sticks out? You know, November has 13 games as it is, seven on the road. Uh, but uh, that that stretch, that three game stretch of San Antonio, New Orleans, and Golden State just kind of sticks out to me. I don't know if uh, this necessarily sticks out, but at Orlando, did you, say, the, did you just say pedal? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I went bilingual. <laughs> a little, on little you Spanish guys. lesson. A little Spanglish on you. Um, Orlando, the first time we played them in, early on in the season uh, last year, yeah. we went into overtime. Yeah, two years ago too. So whenever Oladipo went off on us. Exactly. So Orlando, that could be an interesting. Interesting game to see how it plays out, per se. Yeah. All right, so that's November. Moving on to December. Of course, everybody knows about December 7th, playing Brooklyn, uh, playing at Brooklyn, but in Me- in Mexico City. And then also the 25th, uh, Christmas Day, we play Houston at home. Um, so we play Minnesota again. So the, to begin December, very tough stretch. I mean, it's at home. The, the, the thing, like, I, I called... December the toughest month on Twitter yeah on Twitter I mm-hmm. said it was the toughest month for the Thunder because of the quality of the opponents good thing is um, that most of the tougher opponents we play them at home so to start off December they play versus Minnesota versus San Antonio versus Utah all at home still quality opponents okay then they hit the road go to Brooklyn go to Memphis uh, play Charlotte at home uh, then they play at Philly at New York so, I mean, anytime you're looking at something like that, anytime you're looking at Brooklyn, Memphis, Indy, and Indy's going to be the big game because it's Paul George's Paul's, return back yeah, to Indiana. First one. Um, but Philly on the road, New York on the road, you're bound to lose one or two of those. Just because quality, you know, just because the quality of play on the road usually goes down and you're bound to get a surprise here or there. That's uh, the first time we meet Philadelphia. Okay, yeah. So and the feds. <laughs> the feds. By the time. way, I found it, Joel Embiid tweeted this out, that uh-huh. the, the new slogan was the feds are coming. The feds are coming. So, so the process the has process moved up and the feds, the feds are, are, coming. are coming. Okay, the feds are coming. Which is pretty clever if you think about it. It is. It is. I mean, I love that guy. You know, with their StubHub spo- sponsorship. Are they are they sponsored by StubHub? StubHub. <laughs> That's horrible. That's <laughs> terrible. These things are going. These things are getting ridiculous. Okay, so. Um, later in that month, we play Utah. Uh, we play kind of a we play Utah on the twentieth at home, and then on the twenty third we travel to Utah. There's a, a game versus Atlanta in the middle there, um, but we're getting Utah. Yeah, we get Utah out the way by December. Yeah, Utah's early in the season. Yeah, we don't have to face Utah anymore. And same thing with Minnesota. We get three out of the four games for Minnesota out of the way by December. Uh, by December thirty first. Um, so we division opponents, we're knocking them out pretty pretty early. Um, just moving on. So after that, we go to Christmas, Houston. Then on the 27th, we play Toronto. 29th, we play Milwaukee. 
Um, and then the 31st, we, uh, we actually host Dallas. We're not hosting the Clippers. We usually, we usually host the Clippers on New Year's Eve. Or we, uh, a few years ago, we or played Phoenix. Phoenix. There we go. Yeah, Phoenix or the Clippers. Yeah. Um, but this time, we're, you know, that should be we're doing the Battle of I-35. Yeah, the Battle of I-35. That should Dallas. be an interesting one. Uh, I don't know. We'll see how Dallas is. I mean, Dallas is one of those teams that's very much in flux, you know, because they have young players, but they have Dirk. So don't know how that's going to play out. So I, I, I think December is going to be kind of tough. Um, we have that's 17 games, six on the road. Um, it's home heavy, but the quality of opponents is, is pretty high. So anything else sticks out for you from December, from December? Uh, you know, Milwaukee on the 29th, we get them mm-hmm. at home. You know, Giannis has made his, uh, intent clear that he thinks he could be the, uh, MVP this yeah. year. So I fully expect him to bring his a game. That team is, uh, as we've seen the last few years is always on the rise, yeah. you know, especially in that East that's up for pretty much up for grabs. Um, you know, like you said, the quality of the opponents in December at home, uh, at home. that gives us an advantage. You know, we should have the crowd to rally us, but um, it's still tough teams. Yeah, yeah, very much so. So flipping the script, you know, flipping the the calendar and moving on to the new year, um, we, we do get a couple of days off. We get this, the first and the second off, and so we start playing again on the third. We're on the road when we start playing. We're doing a little West Coast swing. Um, Los Angeles, so the Lakers, Clippers, and then Phoenix. Um, and then, you know, we we've, on the 10th, we play Minnesota at Minnesota, and that finishes up our season series with Minnesota. Um, we play the Lakers twice this month. Uh, we play at Cleveland on the 20th, mm-hmm. and then versus Washington on the 25th, uh, and then at Washington on the 30th. So nothing really sticks out too much for this month, just we finally play Cleveland. What Cleveland team will get becomes the question, you know, where Kyrie is, uh, maybe maybe even that whole team as a, you know, depending on what they get for Kyrie, I believe kind of kind of pushes their transition to where they want to go. If they get a good player for Kyrie, maybe they continue with this LeBron, yeah. Kevin Love thing. Uh, but if they get a whole bunch of young players, I could probably see them maybe trading off Love, uh, maybe seeing if LeBron will go ahead and take a trade and then maybe try to get pieces for him. Yeah, Love is uh, – now he's not going to command what he used to, but I'm no. s- there's still some places out there that are going to want him. Oklahoma City? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I noticed that um, the NBA starts playing on Saturday in January. So we have Saturday games. That Cleveland yeah. game is a Saturday game on oh, ABC at 2.30. Yeah. yeah, that has so – So it's early. Well, that oh, okay. When, that, when is when is the Super Bowl this year? The Super Bowl is because usually that sat like the week between the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, they usually have a, a primetime game there. But that's still way too early. That is way too early. It's usually February. So let me see. The Super Bowl is probably going to be February fourth or not because they have, there's actually a game on February fourth. So I'm I'm guessing it's February fourth, two thousand eighteen. Is it okay? Yeah. So the Thunder play on Super Bowl Sunday at home. Really? Yes. So unless the Cowboys make it. Is that an early game? It's a 2 o'clock game. Oh, okay, perfect. We're, we got time. Okay, cool. We got time. So, so, the hope is, so the hope now is that, number one, we go to the game. Yes. The Sunday game. And then hopefully the Cowboys, the Cowboys are playing, are playing, right are playing after. In, the, in the Super Bowl. That's fine with me. That's awesome. You know, and if they want to broadcast it in the arena. Oh, that'd be that's great. That's even better. Yes. I'll, I'll be okay with that. Yes, I'm down with that. Okay, so January, nothing really sticks out as far as um, it's, there's 14 games, eight of them on a road. So it is, it is a little bit road heavy. 
Um, so well, I like uh, January twenty fifth, Washington coming at home. Yeah, um, the Washington, the Wizards. You know, John Wall's all in. That Scott team's Brooks. pretty gritty. Scott Brooks mm-hmm. um, and Philadelphia again. You know, depending at on home. how they progress, we got Philly at home. Trust the process. So that should be uh, interesting games. Those are kind of the only two that jump off at me. And then we finish, I mean, besides, we finish at Washington. Besides, Washington's going to be a tough team, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, you know, there, as far as if there's a power vacuum forming in the East, you know, with Cleveland possibly, you know, Washington's being stable enough to. I think Boston, Washington, and then it drops down from there. Yeah. I think those are the two teams in mm-hmm. the East past. Um, Cleveland. Uh, so February, All-Star Week is going to be. So the Thunder play on the 14th of February, and then they don't play again until the 22nd. Um, and just kind of looking at February, they have – they play – so so February looks easy. So if you look at February, the quality of teams looks kind of easy. A lot of road games. So as far as so there's 13 games in February, seven are on the road. So over 50 percent of the game, 50 percent of the games are on the road. Here's where it gets a little bit difficult. We play Golden State twice on the road in February, and we play Cleveland at home. Mm-hmm. So depending on what Cleveland team we get, um, that should be that should be after the trade deadline. So we may get a Cleveland team that looks completely different than what we usually expect. Um, but the two games in Oracle on in February, that's well, going to be the tough thing. Primetime games, yeah. Yeah, they're going to be on ABC and, and TNT. TNT. Yeah, yeah, so so that's probably going to be February. That's that's going to be the highlight of February is playing those two games in uh, in Oakland. Uh, but other than that, February just kind of seems like one of those. It, it's one of those winter months. Where yeah, it's you a, have your couple primetime games, but you're usually on the road. You're usually facing mediocre opponents. And, and by this time of the year, teams that aren't going to make it either start to dump off, you know, either start to dump salary, trade players, and so they're decimated even more. Um, so, so, yeah. So February is just kind of like, meh. Uh, moving on to March. Now, this is the month that I thought could be a tough one for the Thunder. Yeah, so... In March, so they play at Phoenix. They start at Phoenix at Portland. Uh, then they play Houston at home, Phoenix at home, San Antonio at home, Sacramento at home. Go on a road to face Atlanta, who's probably going to be the worst team in the league. Mm-hmm. Then they play the Clippers at home, at Toronto, at Boston, versus Miami, uh, versus Portland, at San Antonio, versus Denver. So there are a couple... There are a couple potholes out there. Yeah, San Antonio, Portland, Miami... Yeah, and that, that East Coast little thing with uh, Toronto and Boston. It's also going to be difficult. Yeah, and then... You got the Clippers, whichever Clippers will be there after the, you know... No, I think, I the, think, trade I think the Clippers are going to be okay. I, I don't think they're going to be the Clippers of the last couple years. Well, but I'm saying, great you, you know, now that team. they have Jerry West running the show, they could make a, oh, sure. they, they could make a, a move at the trade deadline and bring in a, a piece or two to make this Clipper an even better team. So if the Clippers were to make a move, who do you think they move? You think DeAndre Jordan? DeAndre Jordan or Jamal Crawford? Yeah, maybe. Jamal Crawford's old, though. Man. Yeah, but he's still a guy that can go yeah. from 0 to 60 pretty quickly. Yeah, but his 0 to 60 days are they're not as much as they used to be. Yeah, well, look, Mike Dunleavy and J.J. Redick are still in the league. That's true. Yeah, 
I don't. I don't think you want to be comparing Mike Dunleavy. No, I, well, but I'm, well, what I'm saying is that you know these are guys that can shoot. I mean, obviously Jamal Crawford is more of a ball dominant guy that can yeah. either either get really hot and bring your team back, or shoot the shoot your team out of the game. Which he's done many nights in yes, the playoffs, and he's done that. So, but he's still a shooter that can shoot the ball. Okay. So you know there there's some team that might need a shooter on their bench. So March 14 games, six of them on the road. Um, there are a lot of, especially at the, especially that East Coast swing, especially like L.A. at home, Toronto on the road, Boston on the road, Miami at home. Miami, I think they can surprise some people, you know, Dion Waiters. Um, and they're, they're in play for, Hassan I believe. Whiteside. Yeah, but they're in play, I think, for, uh, for Kyrie. So, yeah. so it'll be interesting to see. Uh, we do play San Antonio this month. And we do play Houston this month. That's a nationally televised game, so we know what that means. What does that mean? LaMarcus Aldridge and Kawhi Leonard will not be playing. <laughs> well, no, they're going to be penalized. San Antonio's going to be penalized if that. If, if, well, if, not if they don't play. Not if they play the night before or the the game before. Well, that's the thing. I think with the marquee matchups, the the NBA has made it has made their schedule to where there's going to be. There's not going to be any excuse for you to rest your stars. Yeah, I mean, all of a sudden, a toe injury is not going to happen. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's what's going to start happening. You're going to have phantom ankle injuries, phantom, you know, back all spasm of, injuries. All of a sudden, LeBron James is on the is on, is on, is hurt. You know, they're going to start paying their medical staff to say, hey, this person has, you know, gangrene of a toe or something <laughs> like that, and they have to sit out for that game. Uh, so then we move on to the stretch run, April. We have five games in April. Um, we play Golden State, we play at Houston, we play at New Orleans, um, and at Miami, and then versus Memphis. So it just kind of depends on where everybody is at in the standings during that time. So if, if Golden State feels like they're safe, you know, they're going to be playing us, so they're not going to rest anybody. Right. You know, let's just put it out there. Yeah. Um, New Orleans, Houston, you know, Miami, depending on where they're at in the standings, they may start to rest players. We may start to rest players. Um, so... It's kind of hard to gauge a record. I went ahead and put down that they were going to be two and three in April because I think we're going to be resting some players. Other teams are going to be resting players. By that point in time, at least based on what I have and what you have, mm-hmm. uh, their seed position is going to be locked up. So it's not it like should be. It's it's not that you know a loss or two in in those final games are not going to are not going to affect anything. So with that being said, after we've looked at the schedule, where do you where do you see the Thunder at? Record-wise. So I have them there. I have their record at fifty-three and twenty-nine. Okay, that's pretty close. I have them at fifty-two and thirty. Uh-huh. But I do foresee, uh, or I'm willing to go as high as fifty-five games. Yeah, me too. I mean, whenever I say fifty-three, it's always probably like a two-game, a two-game window either way. So it could be fifty-one. Or it could be fifty five. Yeah, um, but I think I think their their baseline is going to be fifty three mm-hmm. uh, wins, which is six games better than last season. Right. Um. You know, I think Paul George, Patrick Patterson, Raymond Felton. I think they are worth about six victories. Um. So, health. We stay healthy. I think fifty three games, fifty three wins is is reachable. I agree, and I think uh, some of those games that we lost because we just didn't have the bench, we didn't have the depth. Yeah. Russell Westbrook was tired. I think Paul George comes in and kind of wins us some of those games, and or we're so far ahead mm-hmm. that you know. And I think like a lot of people look at our record last year 
and they look at how clutch Russell Westbrook was at the end of games, and they say, you know, they doubt that that's going to translate over to this season. But conversely, on the other side of that, I think that having Paul George on the team, having a better team, will make the losses that we did suffer, the close losses, or the losses that were out of character, I think having Paul George and all of them will allow us to win more games to where Russell Westbrook doesn't have to be you he know, a, have to put a on, clutch superstar yeah. as he was last year. I agree. Um, so I think you know, a lot of times they look at the, the, uh, the clutch stats and they say, oh, he can't repeat that, but I don't think we're going to be in as many close games as we were, as we were last season. You know, last season there was a ton of games where we should have won the game, and once we took him out the game, once we took Westbrook out the game, mm-hmm. we lost the lead. It became a close game, and so yeah, and it was know. just too much to overcome. Exactly, I exactly. think Paul George eases that situation and eases the burden on Russell Westbrook. I still think though, if they can, if they can gel together, I still think his his assist numbers are there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, uh, I think his points are there. Obviously, where I think he might have a downside is rebounds. I don't yeah. know if necessarily his rebound numbers are going to be there. Um, but but I I think it's going to be an inverse reaction. I think his uh, rebound numbers are going to go down, but I think his assists are going to go up. I think so also. And I, his, his, the thing is, his rebound numbers don't necessarily have to be at 10.5 or whatever it was last season. Um, but he's still going to want to get that ball as quickly as possible and start the break. That's still going to be yeah, the Thunder's well, bread and butter. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I think, you know, I'm specifically talking about, like, uh, like offensive rebounds or defensive rebounds. Mm-hmm. Um, if we space the floor properly and Russ is, you know, making those right passes, he might be able to catch those, loud, those long rebounds that are at the free throw line. Yeah, that's true. That, yeah, definitely. Whenever, whenever everybody else in the league is shooting three-pointers, you're going to get long rebounds. So, um, But – that's basically the schedule in a nutshell. Do you have anything to yes, add? Yes, I do. Okay. So uh, the Bleacher Report put out a, uh, an article about the 10 biggest games okay. of the season. So I'm going to give you the games. Tell me how you feel about it. All right. So they start with November 15th, Philadelphia at the Los Angeles Lakers. So you got Markel's Fultz versus Lonzo Ball. It'll be a fun game. Okay. I then, mean, it's, anytime you're, you're dealing with Philly, you know, hopefully Joe Embiid's healthy. Hopefully Ben Simmons yeah. is healthy. So we get to see them in action against a team – with the caliber of players that would make this game good, yeah, you know if, if you it, you know if you have Philadelphia versus Golden State, there's a possibility it could be good, but there's also a high possibility it's a blowout. Yeah, well, I think I think this one's on here for one versus two. Yeah, um, then you have November twenty second, Golden State at Oklahoma City. Okay, for obvious reasons. Obvious reasons. Um, December twenty fifth, Golden State at or the Cleveland Cavaliers at Golden State. See, I, t- I tend to disagree with that just based off the fact that Kyrie might not be there. You may have a completely different Cleveland team. You may have a Cleveland team that's going in a different direction. So it might be blowout city. You know, that's what I, what, that's what I hope doesn't happen. Okay. Now, here's a game that I am interested in watching. Okay. Uh, Washington Wizards at Boston Celtics on Christmas Day. Yes, I'm hoping for uh, some physicality. Yeah, there's going to be some, some technicals fireworks. in that game. Yeah. I'm, 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 you know, those two teams got a little bit heated last season, so I'm hoping that continues. Uh, January 3rd, you got Cleveland Cavaliers at Boston Celtics. Okay. And again, that that team. So that's that's January third, right? I wonder. If, I wonder if that's their their last time they play together. I, I doubt it because they usually play about three to four times um, every season. But you know, Boston Cleveland, I think is going to come down to the last couple weeks of the season as far as their seating in the mm-hmm. East. 
Um, so I wonder why they have that one highlighted. Um, so my guess is probably because the first time they face each other. Oh, is that it? Okay. I think that's the first time they face each other. Uh, January 15th, you have the Houston Rockets at the Los Angeles Clippers. So Chris Paul's return back to L.A. Exactly. Um, January 22nd, you have... Or, or, or should I say Patrick Beverly's... No, he's not returning to Houston. No, okay. yeah, he's, uh, he's facing his old team. Okay. Uh, January 22nd, Portland Trailblazers at Denver Nugget. Now, this one kind of perplexed me there for a little bit um, as to why, because but, you know, Portland's always been good. They're kind of right on the cusp of yeah. that team. And then Denver is reshaping their team, you know. Yeah, but you have you have the the history between Nurkic and uh, and Denver. He used to he used to play for Denver last yeah, year, and yeah, then he yeah. got traded to Portland. Other than that, I don't see what the big thing about that game is. And then uh, January 29th, you have the Sixers at Milwaukee. Okay. Uh, yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see. I see. They're uh, talking about uh, Kumpo as the most improved player, and then you also have Chris Middleton. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so he missed the first half of the campaign with the hamstring. And then you have Golden State at Minnesota. That should be an interesting game. It should be a good game. March. That's March 11th. Man, March 28th, you know, Boston Celtics versus Utah Jazz. So Gordon Hayward's return back to Utah. Hopefully he gets the same type of treatment that Ennis Kanter got. Because what he did probably was worse than what, worse than what Ennis, Ennis Kanter did. <laughs> so hopefully he gets booed. Hopefully, you know, I know Trevor Brooker. I don't think Trevor Brooker plays for uh, for Utah anymore, but I hope he makes a trip up there and he uh, makes Gordon Hayward's life a, a living. Well, Rudy Gobert hell. is already taking a shot at him yeah, on, yeah. on Twitter, so. So yeah, so okay, so those are I guess that's Bleacher Reports. Just the breakdown of the top ten games. Top in the ten games, so real far. quick. You know that at first, at first look, obviously, you know, team chemistry, all that other stuff is going to play into yeah. whether or not these games, or even if after um, December fifteenth, if any of these teams are even going to look like they are intact. Okay. You know, Cleveland, because you know that's when these guys are eligible who signed this summer to be traded. So if 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 any of these moves are made. Uh, some of these games in January and whatever may not be as interesting. That's as interesting, it was. yeah. You know, that's that's where the that's 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 why we're talking about it now, um, in you know, in in August, as opposed to you know, whenever we get to it and injuries take place or chemistry issues or trades things of that nature, um, and so teams tend to look differently. Um, but other than that, there are sixty four days until August. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, there's 64 days until October 17th, so there's 66 days until October 19th. I'm 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 excited. I'm stoked. I'm yeah, ready. Yeah, we're, we're gonna have to break down um, the I'm games ready. we're going to here soon. Yes. Well, yeah, we'll do, we'll do that. But I'm I'm just so ready for the season to start. I'm ready to see what you know Westbrook and George looks like. Um, I'm ready to see how they compete against the the league's elite. Um, it should be fun. It should be a great season. Uh, so, do you have anything else? Training camp should be interesting this year. Yeah, should um, be. I mean, you know, ESPN a few years ago went to several – like they went to Miami's training camp when they got together. They went to they went to Oklahoma City's training camp um, the last – whenever Durant came back from the injury. Exactly. Which turned so, out to be the last season he was in. So, uh, it'd be interesting to see if – I'm sure these – you know, all these teams are going to get coverage, and I'm sure Oklahoma City is going to get covered. So, it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see – well, I mean, these training camps and you honestly have just about five teams that are competing for a championship. I mean, you have well, according to everybody else, it's just two. Well, it's a it, foregone conclusion. Well, yeah, but no, I don't think this season it is. But you know, you have your Golden State, right. and then below them you have your Cleveland, 
And then below them, you have your Houston, probably San Antonio, Boston, Oklahoma City. You have about six teams probably competing for Mm -hmm. a championship. Realistically, yeah. Given how anything can happen in a season, you have about six is right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Washington creeps its way in there to the bottom tier. Maybe. Washington would probably – like they'd have to face either Cleveland or I mean they're going to have to face either Cleveland or Boston in the second round and actually beat them right and you know in order to be included in that yeah. um but other than that I'm excited for for the season to start schedule is out start make you know start putting your lives together people uh start getting your uh your planners out things of that nature and uh seeing what games you're going to go to you're already 6 hours behind <laughs> Yeah, you're always six hours, already six hours behind. Enjoy this season for what it is. I know Westbrook has not signed his uh, his extension yet. That may come, it may not come. But this season is this season may be the season that we have been waiting for, where all the chips are on the table and we just roll the dice and see how it goes. Um, so let's go ahead and enjoy this season. Um, this was a little surprise pod that we put out there because the schedule came out. Uh, we'll go ahead and talk again on Saturday or Sunday. Um, but outside of that. We'll talk to you guys later. All right. You're listening to the unofficial official uh, Thunder podcast. There you go. Take care.